reading this book where for about five paragraphs a character talks about the idea that a man must have resolve that he must know how red his iron can become how far his elastic band or rubber band can be stretched before it snaps back at full will but the redness of the iron the the stretching of the the rubber band to capacity it all happens after consideration of the consequence of it snapping back of the iron becoming red hot it's not an emotional response it's not something that is done out of aggression and getting into my car and driving on the south african roads <laughs> i'm constantly thinking about that i've i've always we've had this conversation a lot of times where we talk about fight or turn around fight or deescalate mm. um and i'm i'm i've always been of the belief that i don't deescalate if if the action is righteous then it will happen um i don't walk out of the house looking to start a fight or looking to pick fights with anybody it's not in my nature to be that way but i think in the world of a man and maybe people will call it toxic masculinity i do believe that i may not start it but i'm fucking sure as i'll going to finish it and there's enough people out there that will attest to the fact who stood next to me in the shit and people have seen i've i've spoken to people and i've said to them do it again and we'll see what happens and they question themselves in the moment and they're like now nah, it's cool it's cool you win and they turn around they walk away because they've considered the consequences of what i would do not the consequences of what they would do so they don't know how red their metal will burn they just yeah. like i don't want it to burn that hot i don't need it to burn that hot it's not necessary and they fall before whatever the crisis is that that lays before them the crisis might not be somebody standing in front of you saying to you you won't pass it might be a situation it might be uh, an obstacle which is completely metaphysical that you can't wrap your head around but because you don't have the resolve you're not moving past that point i don't think that men today consider that i don't think that men carry the language of i will not fall before this they don't have it in their toolbox they don't they don't walk around with the saying i know what the fray is like but once more into the fray i don't think they know this yeah i think we've we've become scared to embrace that um uh, it's not always violence sometimes it is the threat of violence sometimes it is even just an eyebrow mm. or an attitude or a you know any of those aspects of of like don't push my buttons here buddy mm. you you know that you're being a dick you're being stupid mm. you've made a mistake move on and starts off obviously in the traffic is mm. is a prime example everybody's in a hurry everybody's driving like shit um everybody has somewhere else to be that is much more important than whatever it is you're doing and that's not really a civil society 
we've lost the respect for each other. We've lost the respect for we're all moving forward. And if we're all moving forward, everybody's good. But as soon as some other deck cuts in and slows you down, delays, and somebody then starts hooting and somebody starts screaming and climbing out with a tire iron and then other people are getting shocked and there's all bullshit happening, that's fucked up everybody's day. Mm. Everybody behind you is now fucked up because mm. of that lack of empathy. Yeah. And maybe that, that's it. Could be, actually be it is we've lost the empathy for we're all in the same boat. We're all rowing to the same end mm. game theoretically yeah um you know some people on the boat are bailing water out other people are chopping holes in the bottom of the boat yeah. it's kind of like this weird space where we've almost become self-destructive yeah self-destructive and lost i think we're lost men are lost absolutely mm. we've been uh, some of us have been emasculated mm. some of us have been painted as the villain in every aspect of life because we are males mm. um white males whatever it is we are the we're the devil yeah um and so we're not allowed to have a contrary opinion we're not allowed to make a stance because then it's perceived as racism or any other reasoning behind it um but often we have we have something to say but we don't mm. Because the consequences of opening your mouth, depending on who you're speaking to, can be perceived negatively and fuck up your life. Yeah. Um, that that American tourist who got on the plane in Atlanta and tweeted before she got on the plane, "Hey, I'm going to Africa. I hope I don't get AIDS." Get By the time she got off the plane in in Africa, twelve hours later, there was one point eight million retweets. 25 million comments, she lost her job, she lost everything. Um, and, and that's the thing is that you say shit flippantly, you challenge the wrong guy, and your consequences could be terrible. Yeah, I think, I think that's, the, that's the problem is that people don't like dealing with consequences. It's again, it's the consideration of confrontation. If I do this, I might get hurt. And? Will you die? If you walk in the rain, will you melt? No. You know? Um, we are not sure, but... <laughs> you know, my, my dad used to say to me all the time, he said, you got to say what you got to say. Even to me, if you got to say it, you got to say it. But know full well that if you are disrespectful, then I will come right through you like a freight train. <laughs> are you prepared for that? I'm not prepared for you to come at right through me like a freight train. He said, maybe not now, but at some day, you might be. And that's a good thing. Don't shy away from it. Yeah. And while you're preparing yourself for standing up to the freight train, maybe you take a couple of hits in the mouth. Maybe somebody punches yeah. you in the mouth, knocks you off your block, yeah. you know, cleans your clock, make you go night-night. As my father used to say, gives you character. Yes. <laughs> maybe that happens, but then you will know what it feels like to be defeated. Yeah. And you'll know what to do for that never to happen again. Yeah, yeah. I think there's not enough, especially in the digital age, there's not enough fucking punches in the nose. I'm saying. It, it's kind of like this, you say something that is so horrible, so impersonal, that has, in a situation that has got nothing to do, or it's, sorry, so very personal in a situation that's got nothing to do with you. Mm. Commenting on 
somebody's ass or somebody's face or somebody's job or somebody's mm. artwork, nobody asked for your opinion. Yeah. Nobody asked for you to step in and be the puss in the room. Mm. But meanwhile, you are now front and center as the doers. Mm. Now what? That guy needs to get punched mm. in the face just so that he knows these are the consequences of words. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's it doesn't happen. It doesn't I, happen anymore. I, I kind of I'm reminded of um, Michael Jackson's retort when Eminem did uh, I think it was a diss track. He he did something that was disrespectful, and you know everybody, I think even like Eddie Murphy made fun of Michael Jackson. You know he didn't say it, but it was like Michael Jackson's effeminate kind of thing, and. Eminem did the song. Michael Jackson came out not too long after. He says, "I was, I was, my feelings were hurt. I was disappointed because I come from an era where everybody respected everyone, and there was no need for anybody to be disrespectful mm. to to anyone else." I don't think Eminem came back at him. He didn't say anything. That was what Michael Jackson did. Was a that was a pretty masculine thing. Mm. He came back. He said. What you did wasn't cool. Yeah. And I I liked you. I supported you. And I was very disappointed that you did something like that. But it revealed something about you, mm. which it was important for me to know. Now I know it. And there was no response. Yeah. What can you respond to that? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, you're running around being the happy clown. And somebody says to you, but you're not funny. So take off the clown suit, yeah. you know. That's sort of the thing. Like everybody's walking around with a mask portraying something. It's the big four by four. It's, it's, the, it's the tactical folder with the pocket clip sticking out. It's the, it's the, 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 the safety boots on a weekend. It's, you know, I'm the rugged guy, you know, it's, it's, it's the guy who tries to live the life of a Dutton, but that's not reality. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it's, it's the, it's the, it's the dentist who rides his Harley every weekend and he's the biker and yeah. what do they say? Um, ride hard, ride long or, or, or live to ride, ride to live, etc. Yeah, but yeah. he's got 3,000 kilometers on his 10-year-old Harley Davidson. All the, all the beautiful, yeah. you know, the slogans. <laughs> Absolutely. The, you know, it's, it's... But I think there's, there's value in being tested. Mm. You know, not, not taking things, lying down, not accepting something, calculating. I'm a great proponent of consequences, particularly if I am the revelator around those consequences i take it upon myself to be that way many times when somebody crosses me i believe it must be answered and it is very rare that i allow something just to let go could be 10 years memory like an elephant i never forget and if i need to get my own i will get my own back on you that's just how it is i was raised that way um i want to say it's a colored thing but it should be a man thing yeah i think it is sorely lacking in current mm. world it is really become the response is often so petty that it's not even worth a response i know um, it's, it's, and, no, and it's, it's like it's almost, almost like well, why I bother almost, i almost yeah. got cancelled now almost said 
that's limp-wristed. But what I, what I mean by that is... Almost got cancelled by almost saying it. Yeah. It, 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 there's no commitment to it. Yeah. You know, it's sort of, it's half-hearted. Yeah. You know? And then when you when you turn around and you say, what did you say? The response is almost, I was just joking. Mm. Well, I'm not joking. What the fuck did you just say? Yeah. And why did you say it? Why do you think you can joke like that with yeah. me? Yeah. What do you think this is? A fucking game? It's not a game. Yeah. This is real life. You know, people people get put on their ass in real life. By life, by fucking the repo rate. What makes mm. you think I'm not one of those things yeah. that'll put you on your ass? Yeah. I think Fuel those price. kinds. Yeah, for sure price. Exactly. Oh. Fuck went up. With <laughs> fuck. Um, but what makes you think that mm. that isn't something that is going to happen to you? You know, why do you think that you, you can do certain things and not get put on your ass? If you live cool and you're just down and you are not a dick, we, like we always say, just be lacquer. Mm. Don't be a puss. Oh, yeah. But I think the thing with that is that people are often just so glib and mm. quick with the response. Mm, and get you it, fucked up and, and, the, and the problem with that is that they didn't consider a consequence. Mm. They said something, and whether it's a, a tweet, a... A, 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 a message in passing or whatever it is um, my son often steps up and says something uh, you know 17 he's got that hormone thing going on he's a bit all over the place he snaps at me or my wife mm. and I often say listen don't speak to me like that and you definitely don't speak to my fucking wife like that mm. And he's like, eyes go big, and he's like, oh, shit. And, and he, he, then he considers what he's just said, because now there's a consequence, perhaps. Mm. And by saying something, instead of just letting it go, mm. he considers what he says now. Mm. He doesn't just glibly say something or smart mouth off or whatever, because he knows I'm listening, yeah. and I will not tolerate disrespect. Yeah, that, that line there, that... Yeah. Don't you ever speak to my fucking wife like that? Yeah, exactly. You know, although it sounds <laughs> like a Will Smith line, yeah. it, it's given him the opportunity to readjust yeah, and to rethink. Yeah, exactly. But you it know? is just words. I'm, I didn't PK him, even though that was a complete stage. I ain't gonna tell nobody, man. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the microphone might fuck me up here, but I, I, that's not the point. It's not that. It's purely just, hey, mm. watch your words. Check yourself. Check, Check your respect. Yeah. My, my, my daughter says to me, I've got the most disarming smile. And when I smile, you know, it just, it puts everybody at ease and it's, 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 it's nice. And I said, is it because you think that, you know, the, the bear is happy? She said, no, you don't, you not don't come across like the bear. You just like, you come across like a nice guy, but it's when that voice comes out. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't expect it to come from that person, yeah. and it's and it's absolutely believable. Um, how do you do that? I said it's because I know how hot the metal can burn. Yeah. You know, I know how far the rubber band will stretch, and I know the kind of response. I know that on any given day, the circle that I'm sitting in, there is no one in that circle that will go as far as I will go. And she said, "How do you know?" I said, "I just know because I come from places where I had to go that far." And I know that nobody else is willing to do that. You know, everybody else is thinking about 
fuck, if I lose, if I do this, I lose this, I lose that. I'm not thinking about that. I, my mind is just not set up like that. My mind is set up to respond to something that is an existential threat to me or my family, regardless of what that looks like. It's a conversation I have with my clients. It's a conversation I've had um, with with the people who I am with at this point in time. I've said to them, fuck with my ability to feed my family and we are going to have problems, serious problems. So be on the up and up or you're going to be on the down and down. That's a conversation which is honest, truthful, it's real. It leaves nothing to the imagination because I don't want you to think maybe he's, he meant that. I don't want you to think that you can play around with my ability to protect or take care of my family. I want you to know that if you fall off, then I fall on top of you. And those kinds of discussion needs to be had. Mm. People think they can do whatever they want to. They can go back on their word. They can do whatever they want to, and it'll be fine. You know, they can fucking wipe people's entire pensions out. It will be fine. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine in the U.S. who was um, talking about a guy who, after uh, Madoff did what he did, um, he was working for a guy who did the same thing. I'll tell you the story afterwards, and I want to talk about it. He, he's got a podcast coming out where he's going to be talking about it. I don't want to fuck it up for him. But those kinds of things that happen in life, the, 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 the um, municipality puts your rates and taxes up because it's just at will reevaluated your your value of your property. But you can't fucking sell it at that price. But they've just reevaluated it's worth that now. Um forty thousand, fifty thousand more than it was last year, which puts you in a completely different property tax bracket, yeah. which means you gotta pay more. You can't just do shit like that and think you can get away with it. Because it's not right. We need to cultivate as a people. We need to cultivate a response yeah. to that. We need and, to be and, able and to also cultivate that response and the consequence. Yes, it's not just oh, I can't do this. So, but yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. No, you can't. Don't do that. Don't say that. Mm. Rather say, I'm not happy with this. How do we make both sides of this agreement happy, mm. and or enforce your own consequence on them? Mm. You know, it's kind of. Uh, the municipal valuations of properties are, from my understanding, 20% or 15 to 20% below market value. Mm. But it's only market value when you sell it. Exactly. And if somebody's willing to give you that money. Mm. So the, the government to municipalities are now setting house prices? It's fucked up. How does that work? It's messed up, bro. Uh, but again, are they not part and parcel of the banks they they give the money to the bank that the bank lends you in the first place to buy the house so if the government can keep the value of the properties up the value of the bank stays up which means the government's not going to financially collapse because the banks are not going to collapse the, again I'm, I'm, they're I'm part of the 40 thieves yeah, they're like exactly, they're yeah. like like thief 23 and <laughs> thief 45 you know yeah, like, yeah. They, they're part of the group that yeah, fucking yeah. steals so they they in on the whole thing yeah yeah um I think in closing, the most important takeaway for me, as always, is don't fucking go quietly into that good night. Yeah. You know, don't allow people to do whatever they think they can do to you and you just fucking 
accepted because it's not fucking fair. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's one of the reasons why this podcast is so important. It's a soapbox. Yeah. And I think that although more and more people are listening to it, I still find it strange that not enough people are pissed off enough about a lot of the stuff that yeah. we talk about um, where a conversation is had or people can say something. They just, people are still just comfortable to browse through, you know, an explanation for what the next episode is without clicking on it and saying, yeah, I disagree with that. Or I don't think that's important. Or, you know, it, it's, it's, it's disheartening that so many yeah. people go through life without a fucking opinion. Yeah. You know, um, they just, they're like a, like a, like an ice sculpture just standing in the sun waiting to become puddle. And then you're useless because nobody wants to fucking drink you. You can't fucking go into anybody's whiskey. You don't even look cool anymore. You just fucking, you were, you were a beautiful ice sculpture. But when you were an ice sculpture, you didn't use your beauty to do anything. You didn't use your mouth to say anything when you were of consequence. Now, at some point, you're going to be useless yeah. and not part of the considered demographic. What do you do now? Do you just shut up or do you do something now? Well, I think for us, our conversations, the best answer would be, I'll be your huckleberry mm. and that's all you need. Mm. You want somebody to be your counterpoint? I'll be that for you. Mm. I will help you work through this process mm. if that's what you need. I'll solve that fucking problem. Exactly. 